The STSA Ministries Open House 2020 is now available. Community members can view videos and download resources from our speakers on a variety of topics, including liturgical worship, children and youth, volunteering, and more. Check it out now at stsaministries.org. You're listening to Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World with Father Anthony Messa, where we explore ways to encourage and equip the local Orthodox Church. Let's get started. Welcome back to Bringing an Ancient Faith to a Modern World podcast with Father Anthony. How are you, Father Anthony? I'm great, Katie. How are you? I'm good. It's good to be back. And we've got um, some exciting things planned over the next couple of weeks. We are starting a four-part series on questions great leaders ask themselves. Um, And, you know, we talk about a lot of different topics on this podcast, but something we always come back to is leadership. And I'm I'm just wondering, Father Anthony, why do you think that is? Because not everyone who listens to the podcast um, is a priest or a leader in their church. So what does it really mean to be a leader? I mean, I think the reason that we talk about leadership so much, I think it really gets to the core um, of, of, of like who we are as sons and daughters of God. You know, we were we were made to influence the world. We're not made just to exist here. You know, when, when Jesus rose from the dead and before he left his disciples, he said, as the father sent me, I also send you. Okay. And then St. Paul talks about how in second Corinthians five, now we are ambassadors for Christ. We're ambassadors. We have a job. We have a mission as though God were pleading through us. Okay? And that mission is telling everyone to be reconciled to God. So if we are going to be Christians, meaning people like Christ be his followers, then Jesus didn't come just to like save us and make us good sons and daughters and good citizens of the kingdom. He, that's the first step, okay? And that's kind of like the disciple step. But then the second step was turn the disciple into an apostle, turn the citizen into an ambassador, turn us into not just a group of people who exist for each other, but people who are, are, are existing for the sake of the world and to influence the world, okay? That's, that's what apostolic means. It means someone who is sent means we're not just here for the ride. And I think that, you know, that regardless of whether we're priests or not priests, or we define ourselves as leaders, we all have some sense of influence. Okay? I kind of define leadership as influence. And whether that's our home or our workplace or our friend group or our church, we all have some sphere of influence. And to me, if we are going to be true followers of Christ, a true disciples, then we need to learn how to become apostles and ambassadors for him. And go from just people who are, like I said, here for one for ourselves and people who are sent to influence the world. Um, as Jesus said, you know, I'm the light of the world. Then he told us, now you're the light of the world and go and make a difference. That's a great point. And, um, you know, when, when we're talking about leadership on the podcast, we decided over the next couple of weeks to focus on questions great leaders ask themselves. But if we're talking about great leaders, you know, shouldn't great leaders have all the answers? Why the questions? Yeah, and and that's usually how we think. Okay, we think is the one who's the leader. I can't be a leader because I don't have it all figured out. You know, and we kind of think that way. But the truth is, is if having it all figured out is what makes you a great leader, and I don't think I'm a very good leader because I certainly don't have it all figured out. I actually think the best leaders aren't the ones with answers, but the ones who know the right questions to ask. Okay? They know which questions to ask to take you know, their church or their family or whatever it is, their influence, to the next level. Okay? 
answers tell you where you're at present, where you've been past. The questions are what push us to look forward to see what could be. Okay, so like for example, I'm a priest, and many people come to me and ask my advice and my opinion about all kinds of different topics. And I always feel like my job as a priest isn't to give people answers, but really to help them ask the right questions. Okay, so someone comes and says, you know, I have this job right here um, that I'm in, but I'm thinking of taking that job. You know, should I do it or not do it? So, I mean, <laughs> I was just, I don't know, like it's, it's you're the one who's going to live with it. I'm not going to give you the answer to that. And I, I don't know any details. I've been out of the workplace for quite some time, but let me help you to figure out the answer by asking you some questions. So for example, question number one I would ask is, like, what's your primary goal in choosing? What, what is it you're trying to achieve with this decision? Okay, and the person may say, you know, you know, the current job, you know, is good family, life balance, but that job will give me the money and the financial security. So I would ask the next question, is there a way that you can have both? The, the work-life balance that you want, but also the financial security that you desire. You know, so then maybe that person, maybe the wheels would start turning and they say, okay, you know what, maybe I can go to my job and say, or my boss and say, I'm thinking of taking this job, but, you know, I don't want to leave, but is there a way that I can get a raise or we can rework the schedule or whatever it may be? But the point is, is that I didn't give that person an answer, but I just asked them a question, okay? Or another question, someone may, may or another, someone may come and ask, you know, about choosing a spouse. You know, I'm dating this girl, I'm dating this guy, and what do you think, Father Anthony? And I'm, Again, you're the one who's going to marry them, not me. So I would just ask you questions. Is this person bringing you closer to God? Okay, I'm not giving you the answer. I don't know the answer, but I'm just asking you the question. And I think asking the question will help you get to the answer that you want. Where do you see yourself in five years if you married this person? Okay, or let's say something, you know, with more lo longer term consequences, you know, like eternal consequences. Someone says, you know, I'm not going to go to church for this season. You know, I'm going to kind of stay away or, you know, so I would say, you know what? More power to you. I support you. What do you think this is going to do to your family? What do you think this is going to do to your kids? What do you think this is going to put your, your kind of mental state, you know, six months from now or a year from now? The point is questions are better than answers because they push us to discover new answers and find new solutions. So again, I say great leaders aren't the people who have all the answers, the people who ask the right questions. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Um, okay, so don't leave us in suspense any longer. What is the first question that great leaders ask? So the, the first question, um, I know it sounds very simple, okay, but the question is, what would a great leader do? Okay, what would a great leader do? I know it sounds simple, but I promise you, Katie, it's a game changer. If you start asking this simple question, what would a great leader do? It'll help you be better in just about any aspect of life. Uh, that's it. So that's it. What, what would a great leader do? What does that even mean, Father Anthony? <laughs> well, let, let's say you're faced with a tough situation. You've got a decision to make or, you know, a problem is in front of you and you don't know what to do. Okay. So let's say, you know, you, you're at work and, you know, you have an employee who works for you or a coworker with you or whatever it may be. And that person is giving you a hard time or not, not pulling their weight. Or let's say you're at home. Okay, you're a mom or you're a dad and the kid is acting up and, and acting crazy. Or let's say you're just, you know what, you're out at Starbucks and, you know, the barista is giving you a hard time and he's not so friendly and he's kind of pushing your buttons. The circumstances don't really matter. Okay? The idea is you're in a situation, you're trying to figure out what to do. 
naturally, we know what we want to do. Okay. I want to go crazy on the barista. Okay. I want to give that coworker a piece of my mind. I want to yell at my kids. But then you ask yourself, what would a great leader do? So would a great leader, let's say I'm a boss, would a great, would a great boss lash out at this person? Like would a great leader yell at this person? Or would a great leader handle it differently? Would a great leader be in Starbucks yelling and losing their cool? You know, sometimes just asking that question, what would a great leader do? Is just enough to just pause before reacting, just pause and take control of the situation and not react, but act, which ultimately is what great leadership is all about, is the one being in control and acting versus react. Yeah, I really like how that shifts the mindset away from the, the individual person or the situation right in front of me and shifts it back to who I want to be as a leader and, and how that can shape the decisions that I make. Can you give us some more examples? Yeah, I mean, like for myself, oftentimes, you know, I'll find myself, you know, in a problem, you know, let's say with the church or with someone in the congregation or you know, something here, um, with the staff or, or just any kind of situation. And oftentimes, like my nature is to say, like I tend to, to, to act quickly. So my nature is to say, you know what, this person's being difficult, just move on, you know, that's it, like just move on. But then I ask myself this question, what would a great priest do? Like what would a great priest do? Like I know what I want to do, but what would a great priest do? And we all have like pictures in our minds. So I know like, I think that this guy and this guy and this guy, these are great priests. What would that person do? And I think to myself, there's no way they would just walk away. They probably pull a person aside. They may give them a phone call. They may, you know, dedicate time in prayer, whatever it is. So for me, that's a game changer. And it's not just, it's not just like in work. Okay. So I would do the same thing as a dad. Okay. I got children and sometimes the children, you know, act up and I want to lose my cool. And I think to myself, how would a great dad solve this? Like, again, in my mind, there's a person that that's a great dad. How would he solve this? And even sometimes if it's not a real person. Okay, if it's like, you know, a dad that you've seen on TV, like, how would a great dad solve this? How would a great husband approach this situation? How would a great friend deal with their friend in this? How would a great son or daughter deal with their parents? You know, deep inside, I feel like we all know the answer to what a great person, a great leader would do in that situation. So it's just a matter of us pausing, asking the question, how would a great mom respond? How would a great dad respond? How would a great Christian respond? Okay, we're all Christian. And we want to be great in our Christianity. We want to you know, be, be, be followers of Christ who honor him. How would a great Christian respond to this situation? And you know what, Katie? I honestly think that just asking the question alone, even if you don't know the answer, just asking the question alone forces us to take a pause, go out of our comfort zone, and put ourselves in the mindset of what needs to be done versus simply what do I want to do in the moment? I love that. This has been so great. Um, and I look forward to having this question at the top of my mind over the next couple of weeks of what would a great leader do? Um, and we can't wait for in a couple of weeks, we'll come back and ask and ask what your second question is. So thank you for joining us today, Father Anthony. My pleasure. I look forward to being back. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Navigate at your own pace through over 25 Orthodox and leadership topics as our priests, staff, and volunteers share lessons they've learned and resources we use every week to bring an ancient faith to a modern world. Available to access now for free at stsaministries.org.